Hey, hey, welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast. I am your host, the Capacity Coach, Nicole Roan, and I am so glad that you're here. This is the safe space where we talk openly and honestly about all the things that can come up as we try to juggle our competing priorities, manage self-care, work in our businesses and or in the corporate space, and intentionally work on managing our capacity so that we can show up in excellence in every single room that we walk in, aka be able to flow and flourish, hence the name of the podcast. We believe that when you flow effortlessly, you flourish tremendously. And this podcast is dedicated to giving you the tips, tools, resources, all those things that you need to be able to do just that. Now, if this is your very first time here, then welcome to the sister friend tribe of like-hearted, like-minded women who are on a journey similar to yours. We are all here to get our capacity together, okay? In order to do that, we use five different areas of flow to help you be able to manage it all. So create that work-life balance that's going to be ideal for your specific situation and ultimately just walk the talk. Now, more information on those five areas of flow can be found at the very beginning of this podcast. So episodes one through five, I believe. So make sure that you tap into those so that we are all working from the same foundation as we collectively increase our capacity for sustainable success. If you've been here before, then welcome back, sister friend. I'm so glad that you choose to tune in and spend your time and energy with me. You already know that I do this for you because when one of us wins, we all win. Now, before we get into the episode today, I do have to let you know that this episode is being brought to you by the Capacity Calculator. Yes, the Capacity Calculator is a free tool that allows you to really check in on what really is on your plate and what are you making a priority in your personal or professional life. If you've never taken it before, then I invite you to go ahead and take it today. And even if you have taken it before, take it again because our capacity shifts based on the season that we're in. All of the details can be found on my website or right here in the show notes. So make sure you take advantage of this absolutely free capacity calculator tool that I created for all of us to be able to flow and flourish. All right, let's get into this episode. Lanisha S. Ely is a university assistant dean, adjunct professor, CEO of LSE, She Can Inspire, and co-founder of Two Queens Media and Swanye and Swank magazine. Known as the confidence doula, Lanisha is a problem solver committed to teaching and inspiring entrepreneurs and leaders to transform their ideas by using strategies, mindset, confidence, and empowering others to create their own freedoms. Lanisha is also a certified DISC profile analyst and NIL certified, providing support in understanding and uncovering personality strengths, as well as how to use your best name, image, and likeness. Please, please, please help me welcome Miss Lanisha, the confidence doula, to the Flow and Flourish podcast. Okay, Miss Boss Lady Lynn, Lanisha, Dr. Ely. I know I'm starting already, but ma'am, welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I am excited to be here. Girl, I know we've been 
trying to get this together for quite some time. So I'm grateful that it's coming together and, you know, we're able to talk about so many great things today. I know you have so many nuggets, so many gems. I want to start by first and foremost, letting everybody kind of know how I came to know who you are and all the magnificent things that you do. So listeners, I know you know about Latika because she's been on the podcast. She was part of our Women Making History event last year, as was Lanisha. And so we really met through Latika's Power Hour. And from then, you know, we were working together. What was it? Every Saturday, every other Saturday Saturday morning. Yeah. Bright and early Saturday morning (laughs) to really make the time to work on our businesses and not just in our businesses. And so I learned about all the wonderful things that Lanisha does. And from there have been like, girl, I don't care whether you like it or not. You're going to be my sister. You ain't getting rid of me. (laughs) And we are connected and have been ever since. Yeah. And so with that, I know what you do and who you serve and how you, you know, do all these wonderful things. But can you tell us a little bit about what you do personally and professionally and how you got into this whole confidence doula thing. Cause I know I'm jumping in, but listen, we need to get to the goodies, (laughs) ma'am. Sure, sure, sure. So I do all the things. (laughs) So let's start there. So professionally, I am a university assistant dean and an adjunct professor in the master's of a project management space. So my career background is in project management and education. I am a wife, a mom of a very busy (laughs) five-year-old, and I am the CEO of Lanisha Ely Coaching and Consulting, where I coach and inspire women to just birth the freedoms that they aspire to have in businesses or just in life. I am also one of the founders of Two Queens Media, a publishing company. (laughs) <laughs> and also uh, Swanye Swank Magazine, which is a Black excellence publication that curates and highlights all the things Black excellence in entertainment, education, business careers, all of those things. But more importantly, which is what I do enjoy and love, is I am the confidence doula. Come on. <laughs> and what is the confidence doula? So confidence, we know is that feeling of having self-assurance. It's your appreciation of your own abilities and qualities. And then as women, especially as mothers, we understand doulas to be a woman who's employed to provide us guidance and support during labor. Mm -hmm. So I've coined the term, the confidence doula, as Lanisha Ely, providing guidance and support to help women feel self-assured in their abilities to birth with purpose and birth with purpose is the title of my first book ma'am I have so much to say in all that you just said first and foremost I'm not gonna let you skate by talking about the magazine the black excellence magazine Swanye and Swank without letting everybody know that it sits where madam Oh, I did not. not We got to talk about that because that's one of the reasons I wanted you here because of how you were making history. But it sits in. It sits in the diversity and inclusion section of the United States Library of Congress. Listen, y'all. So this is the real deal. Real, real deal. And 
even as you were explaining what the confidence doula is and how, you know, it came to be really all of us in some way or another, either have will or have gotten through struggling with confidence and really being able to give birth to the ideas and the dreams and things that we have. So I am so excited that you are doing the work that you're doing in this space, especially for women, right? Like just all the different things. And so with that, I know that you have these six confidence mantras. Yes. So kind of, I know Birth With Purpose is the book, the first book that you wrote. Tell me how these confidence mantras kind of came to be and let's talk through them. Okay. So confidence mantras, they're like affirmations. And what I'd like to tell everyone I encounter about confidence is it's a constant practice. Confidence mm. is an attitude, whether you like it or not. Come on, come on ma'am, tell the truth. <laughs> attitude. And you have to first, you know, plant that attitude within you, in your mindset. It's your job to nurture it. And then you birth that attitude outwardly in the presence of how others see you. So that's confidence. So my mantras are affirmations. There are things that we tell ourselves or affirm and remind ourselves to help us tap into confidence on a daily basis, especially in times where we're feeling low or, you know, not that in tune. These six confidence mantras help to remind us that, hey, you are loved. You got it going on. You're the captain of your ship. (laughs) Because we forget that sometimes, right? We do because we have so many things going on around us. And sometimes our environment can influence how we think about ourselves. So my mantras are to help us reaffirm our abilities and our self-assurance. So there's six of them. You know, I'm Um, ready and waiting. I'm so excited. (laughs) There are six of them. And again, these are like affirmations. So the first one. Um, And this is the one that I tell myself first thing in the morning. You look into the mirror, you say, I am amazing. What that does to you is it helps you not fall into a point of Mm self-doubt. Not I'm good. I'm great. You know how someone says, how you doing? Hey, girl, how you doing? I'm good. No, 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 no. (laughs) I am amazing. Because those three words help you tap into that self-respect that you have for yourself. Mm -hmm. Words like amazing, beautiful, I'm one of a kind, I'm Mm -hmm. blessed. Mm -hmm. That's going to help put that wall up, that defense of self-doubt. The first mantra is I am amazing. I want to pause there for a second because I know that there have been days, even recently, where I have not felt amazing right? Because there's so many different things that are going on. And I can tell you firsthand, you know, as someone who believes in affirmations and speaking things into existence, that mirror work ain't no joke, right? It's no joke. And you cannot escape yourself. So the power that comes from you really being able to look in the mirror first thing in the morning, no makeup, none of that stuff, probably ain't even brush your teeth. Right. And I must have slept real good. <laughs> but to say I am amazing, 
the confidence that that builds, you know, you set the tone for the day with that. I love it. And I just want to say, I know saying that to myself has helped me as well. So come on, amazing. I'm not good. I'm not all right. I am amazing. I am amazing. Stop responding with good, fine. Because, you know, as women, we say, We're, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed and highly favored. Okay. Then you, that's yeah. good and all. Right. So <laughs> number two, I can do anything I set my mind to. So that is to help you tap into a power-filled mindset. Mm. We're powerful. And sometimes we have to remind ourselves and tap into that. So believing in yourself and having the confidence in what you can achieve is going to put you in those rooms that you've been dreaming of. Mm -hmm. So if you say to yourself at random points, it does not have to be after you've accomplished something at a random time, say, I can do anything I set my mind to. And now what you're telling your mindset, what you're telling your subconscious is I'm going to do it. I made a plan and I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. So tell yourself, I can do anything I set my mind to, but then put, remember confidence is a practice. Set your mind to something and do it. So as you say that, it makes me think about how in the middle of not feeling so amazing or feeling overwhelmed because I got 85 things on my to-do list or my kids calling, talking about they left lunch, the husband want to know why, you know, laundry's not done, all of those different (laughs) things, right? There's so many things that are happening. I know for me, saying something like I can do anything I put my mind to has helped me remember the things that I didn't think that I could get done. Right. And so I just want to piggyback off of what you said and encourage everybody that, like you said, in the middle of the day or whenever it is, it doesn't have to be because you just did something amazing, but to remind yourself or like I like to say, rejogatize your memory, <laughs> yes. that you can do anything you put your mind to. And that's going to, again, give you that confidence to battle whatever it is that you may be feeling like you can't do. Right. And the key to that also is it doesn't have to be some grand thing. I'm not saying set your mind to a hundred grand in profit this month. Yes. Let that be a goal. <laughs> okay. Come through cash flow. Yes. But Even if it's, you know, I did laundry two days ago and that basket is still sitting there. (laughs) Set your mind to it and get it done. That is the exact example I had in my mind. Because let me tell you, four days ago, I promise you, I was like, you know what? I've put away four baskets of laundry in one day. I can do anything I put my mind to. And I'm going to knock this laundry out. It is not going to look at me anymore. And feel accomplished by that. So yeah, I love it. And I'm really glad you use laundry because that's the bane of my existence, girl. (laughs) We have to be honest with ourselves, right? Yeah, yes. (laughs) So number three, which is, of course, all six of them are my favorite. (laughs) But this is one. They should be. (laughs) As they should. (laughs) Number three is I love myself always. Now, not just I love myself because that's so easy to say. And sometimes it's so easy for us to tell somebody else, I love you, but really consider saying to yourself, I love myself always. Because one of the life's most important lessons is to, we have to first value ourselves in order to value anyone else. 
So saying this mantra in times of disappointment is important when you are not pleased with yourself. So when you say, you know what, that response, not good. I went too far. You still have to reaffirm and say, I love myself always. Not when I'm doing good, not when I've gotten a promotion, not when I put another something on the wall. (laughs) You got to say, I love myself always. In the ugly times, Mm -hmm. in the down times, remember to say, you're amazing. You can do anything you set your mind to. Mm -hmm. And you love yourself always, regardless. Yeah. So this is kind of in alignment with one of the affirmations that I have for myself that I say, daily. And it is, I love myself unconditionally at all times, right? At all times. And it reminds me of this because like you said, it's so much easier for us to tell somebody else that we love them to, you know, extend grace and, oh, it's going to be okay. Don't beat yourself up, such and such. So I love that you have this as one of the mantras, right? I love myself always. Always. You cannot drop the always. Always get get your Whitney Houston on, right? Right. (laughs) I always love you. (laughs) Yes. And number four, and this is one, this kind of talks to our accountability group and how we met and what I do feel that we all should encompass in ourselves. I am a magnet to great things. You are going to attract what you are. So when you tell yourself, I am a magnet to great things, and when you believe good things happen and you believe positive situations will happen, they actually help to manifest that. So me saying I'm a magnet to great things, I don't walk in a room and cower and shy myself. I walk in a room to say, I'm here. Let's, you know. I've arrived. I have arrived. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) I want you to, you know, you don't have to walk into spaces loud. But again, your attitude and your confidence is going to show in how you show up, your presence. So you want to walk into that room like a magnet. And so everything is attracted to you. And not so much in the physical sense, but Mm -hmm. I want to know what she has to say. It's that energy, right? Like you said, it's the attitude. And I love how you said, you know, just... The confidence for me, it meets you at the door before you even enter the room. That energy that you're giving off is already impacting other people. And so you mentioned how our productivity group, right, is sort of a culmination of this. And what you didn't know is that prior to us coming into each other's lives, one of the affirmations that I had is that I am surrounded by driven, like-hearted, like-minded women, right? Because I don't know how to say this any other way other than to say it, that sometimes our immediate circle doesn't always have what we need to take us to the next level. So I was intentional about praying and affirming that God was sending women like yourself into my circle. And so to see this as an affirmation or as, you know, one of the six mantras, I guess I never really connected the two. So I'm so grateful that you said Mm -hmm. it. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm a magnet to great things. Right. And I like that you mentioned, like sometimes in our circles, we may not be receiving what we think we need from that circle. Mm -hmm. But you also have to realize magnets work two ways. 
So you may be part of that. Preach. Come on. You may be part of that to pour into somebody else. So part of being a magnet to great things, you have to know that somebody's going to be attracted to you because their cup is empty. So it's okay to pour into someone else because now you're creating currents where those attractions are going to come back to you. Mm. We can so end always, right there. That's always, a whole consider word. Yourself, <laughs> always consider yourself a magnet. Oh, I love that, Lanisha. Okay, come on, Alex. come on. Give us number five. Number five. So important to say I'm grateful. Gratefulness is definitely a surefire way to tap back into the confidence. You have to be grateful and remind yourself of the good things that you have in life. Mm-hmm. Rather than, you know, small, just having this conversation with you, I'm grateful. Did we not start with that? Like, I'm, I'm, yes. grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful to be here. Yes. You know, be grateful because positive attitudes attract more good things. And I think people underestimate gratefulness. Can I say that? Like, mm-hmm. we're so quick to jump to what's not working or who hurt your feelings or what didn't happen. I know for me, one of the things that absolutely has boosted my confidence is practicing that gratefulness. So one thing that I do, I won't say every day, I was for a while, I'm getting back in the swing of things, of writing down three things I am grateful for that have nothing to do with money every single day. And that completely shifts not only your mindset, but your energy. And it literally allows you to sit in a space of gratefulness. So I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm glad you have that. I'm grateful on there because we we tend to forget things and the that key we is, overcome. We undervalue being grateful. I'm a very transparent and open person. The other day I said to my husband, could you get up in the morning and help with Jalen getting the kid together for school? And it's like, why is that a big deal? It gives me a fulfillment where I'm grateful to have you here, even if it's just to make sure he combs his hair in the morning. Mm -hmm. But then, like you said, you sit in that space of, I'm grateful to have someone here that I can say, could you comb the kid's hair today? Could you pack a snack for lunch? Could you you pack a snack? (laughs) So it doesn't have to be, again, this huge thing. Have Mm -hmm. gratefulness in everything that you do. And I do like that you said starting a day or at some point during the day, notating three things that you are grateful for. I'm telling you, ma'am, it shifts everything, especially when everything feels like it's on fire or, you know, going haywire. This gratefulness, you know, I'm going to be practicing these mantras anyway, but girl, (laughs) listen, it's amazing. So I'm glad that it's in there. And I love that you mentioned money. Because let's bring it all home to number six. Come on, cash flow. (laughs) And it has nothing to do with money. Because no matter how much money a person makes or how much someone has accomplished in life or business, you can feel void without a sense of purpose. So number six is I have a purpose. Not a passion. Because we are filled with so many passions. But what we have to remind ourselves is that our passions fuel our purpose. Yes. So you want to say, I have a purpose. I'm meant to be here. Mm -hmm. I'm meant to be in this room. I'm meant to be talking about this topic, you know, whatever space that you're in. 
identify that you have a purpose and you are fulfilling that purpose. So it has nothing to do with money. It has all to do with having a rewarding spirit to know that your purpose means something to so many other people, but more importantly, your purpose is for you. Now, you know, I could talk about that for a really long time because I promise you literally, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before I was talking with some of my business partners about being in alignment, right? Like everything is not a right now thing. And so getting excited about different opportunities and whatnot, but then tying it back to, okay, what is my purpose, right? Let me go back to my purpose. And when we remind ourselves that we have a purpose, it for me makes it easier to say yes to what needs to be said yes to and to say no to the things that are not in alignment with that. And so as we work on building and rebuilding our confidence, really being able to tap into and not just say it, but to huh, say it with your chest, right? Right. <laughs> right. To know I have a purpose. For me, as you've talked about how confidence is a practice, right? right? I have to remind myself every day that the things that I'm doing are not even for me, right. right? It ain't about me. Me showing up and doing this podcast and us being here, this ain't about me. Right. It's the purpose. It's the purpose behind it. So I just, I love, love, love that you have this here, that I have a purpose. So, ma'am. I like that you mentioned too. Now, this is where I hear Nicole Rome voice in my head. (laughs) This is where it ties back into capacity and boundaries, because I do. I have to remind myself to set boundaries to be conscious of my capacity. So having this number six to say I have a purpose and then how does whatever this action is align with my purpose? Do I need to say yes? Or should I be saying no, because it's not a part of my purpose? It's not adding any fuel to the passion that I have to fulfill this purpose, this gift that has been given to me. And the gift is given to me so that I can pour into somebody else. The gift is not given to me for me to hold and hide and lock away and hoard off. My purpose is to share. So I love that you mentioned, does it fit with my purpose and how is it in alignment? Because that's where I hear Nicole, like, where's your capacity? How is this flowing? (laughs) How is this flowing with your purpose? So it reminds me to say, I do have a purpose. Let's make sure it connects with the actions that I'm doing. You know that I love that. And I love the fact that you hear me in your head. That's my whole goal, right? (laughs) I want you to be saying the way my capacity is set up. Do I have a capacity for that? Yeah, and I said that at work. So when someone asks, you know, like, I don't know if my capacity can handle that. Well, let me check. Capacity. <laughs> let me check with my capacity. <laughs> oh, I love it. And I'm so grateful. Like us really being able to have those different boundaries to be in touch with not only what our purpose is and to just continue to reaffirm who we are, whose we are, and the path to get there, right? We have to be able to have these different mantras in order to do that. So I thank you for putting them together. Now, I want to circle back to something that you talked about earlier. You were talking about your first book 
birth with purpose. And I know in the very near future, you are going to be putting out this framework for how to do that. So can you talk to us a little bit about what that is and why you put it together? Right. So my first book, Birth, is titled Birth with Purpose. Mm -hmm. And it is the five initial steps that you should take to birth and fulfill your purpose in a nutshell. So from that, I've developed a focus framework. And I use the term focus framework because we need to be intentional about what we're birthing within our purpose. So yes, the birth with purpose framework is an acronym for the word birth that helps you start doing what you love. Mm -hmm. And really that's what our purpose is. Finding that happiness and doing what it is that's rewarding and what we love to help our heart flow, right? Mm-hmm. right? <laughs> you know, I'm over here like, okay, you helping people build capacity now. Okay. <laughs> that's it, because I hear you. I hear you in my head. So. <laughs> so my framework, the BWP focus framework is the acronym for the word birth. There are five steps. So first, we look within and understand becoming you. So how did you become the capacity coach? How do you become Nicole Rome? The who's you are today. Mm-hmm. So becoming you. Then identifying that the you you are now and how did you get there? Mm. So these are those experiences. These are also those things we've locked away because we don't want to deal with them. We don't want to face them. So mm-hmm. identifying them. Reaffirming your passions. So again, this goes the mantras and the realization. I always have two realizations. Your limitations should not limit you. Mm -hmm. And then you realize that you have to reaffirm yourself. Mm. So sometimes, you know, we get accolades from everyone. You're doing great. You're doing great. But you have to look at you and say, Lanisha, you did that. Mm -hmm. Girl, you did that. You know, reaffirm Mm -hmm. yourself testify your why. That's important. Mm -hmm. And when I say testify your why, share that with others. Some, everyone's always, you know, what's your why? Why did you go into business? Why are you doing, why are you the confidence doula? You should be able to speak freely on that. Testify that, testify the experiences that got you there. And then, and I know you'll love this one. The H in this focus framework is harmonizing your heart and mind. (laughs) sometimes we're on separate spectrums when it comes to our heart and our mind Mm -hmm. but what's important for us to really tap into our purpose is to harmonize the two Mm -hmm. we have to make sure that our heart understands what our mind is doing and our mind understand what our heart wants Mm. I'm like I'm speechless because (laughs) This is so good and it's so necessary. You know, it's helping us tap into all of those different pieces so that we can fulfill our purpose and to do so in a way that is in alignment, that's not leaving us burnt out, that's doing what I call making ourselves the priority, right? Like really being able to reevaluate and reassess what you want, what you need, and putting all the action steps together. Girl, we need this framework. I can't wait 
for this to like come out. Yeah. As you were talking about even reaffirming yourself, I'm thinking about a podcast I was on earlier this week with the career salon. Now I know Kanye is all over the place for many, many things right now, but I've only seen the first installment of his Netflix series. And in there, you see him continuously have to reaffirm who he is, what he does, that he is a genius, even though everybody around him is continuing to tell him no. And so this just goes hand in hand with not only these confidence mantras, but really being able to use this framework that you have to keep dreaming, right? To do all of that. So I'm pause and let you talk. <laughs> what I was going to say, what's important to note is that you have to reaffirm yourself, even in times, you know, not just when someone's not giving you accolades or when someone's saying you can't do, you have to be the one to reaffirm yourself, even when you have been just given an award. I can hear from you all day long that I'm great that I'm amazing, but it does something different when I look at myself and I say, I am amazing. So it's not just in times when somebody say, you can't do that, you won't be able to do that. Even in times like me, I'm gonna tell you, when I'm on that stage giving my TED talk. I can't wait, come through TED talk. I'm still manifesting, still manifesting that. <laughs> when I walk off that TED talk stage, I'm going to say, you did that. Even with all the claps and cheers, I'm Mm going to say, you did that. We have to tell ourselves. Yeah, I love it. I think about what you're saying. And I'm going back to maybe about a month or two ago where I did my very first in-person capacity workshop, right? And... After that, once it was done, I took a moment, I walked to the bathroom and I said, literally, you are amazing. You just did that. Now, my knees were weak. I thought I was going to throw up. You know, I was hot and wondering if everybody was impacted. But because of the standing ovation and because of the work that I put into it and because I felt I've never felt more aligned and alive in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I literally looked myself in the mirror and I said, you're amazing. You did that. And so the confidence that it gives you after that, you're like, yeah, I, I did do that. You're right. Come on, man. I love that. that. So, I love that. And I'm a crier. So that is for me. Like, you know, I'm already well enough because you said, <laughs> <laughs> because for you, that's the rewarding part for me is to see someone really step into. And like you say, say it with your chest, like. I am amazing. I did that. Regardless of the imposter syndrome that sometimes we have, the limitations that we put on ourselves, you know, to be able to say it was because of me or, you know, negative inner critics. I'm the captain Mm -hmm. of this ship and I made this happen. Mm -hmm. It's so powerful when we tell ourselves those words. It is. Oh, girl. Okay. Listen. I know that with you being the confidence doula and having all of these amazing things, I'm sure you got a couple of ways that we can either build, rebuild, tap into our confidence. So can you share those with us? I do. I have three things you can do when. See, I got my pen. I'm I'm ready, girl. Get ready. And the first one, I'm going to say it with a straight face. 
you fake it. <laughs> Do you hear me? And, it, and it's funny. I mean, I'm sure I'll get people on my line in my inbox saying, you don't tell people to fake confidence. You fake it. You know confidence why? Confidence breeds confidence, right? And it's a practice. So anything you want to make habit, you have to first put in practice. So you fake it. That's number one. Okay. I'm you don't, again, when you walk into a room, you stand at that door, you hold your head up, you put your shoulders back, you put a smile on your face, and you fake it. <laughs> when you open that door and you walk in there, they're going to say, who is she? Hello, confidence, because it meets you, you at the door. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you don't have to have a table. You don't even have to have a reservation to be there. But guess what? The confidence and the presence that you bring in because you faking it, mm. somebody going to bring you a chair. Exactly. Or they're going to offer you their chair. I love so the it. The first thing you do, fake it. Fake it. And fake it in all seriousness. <laughs> with a straight face and with your chest, right? But with a smile. I arrived. Yes. <laughs> Number two, take more risks. Listen, if you can't fake the funk, dive on in. Take more risks because that's the only way you're going to know what passions really fuel your purpose. Mm -hmm. Take the risk and don't be afraid to fail because no one gets it right every single time they try. Child. <laughs> but we can't stop trying. Right. Right. And then number three, reprogram your default to doubt yourself. Ooh, ooh, that's so good. I don't know how we as a human people have this default to doubt ourselves. And it's not something that when we go back to birth as children, children don't doubt themselves. No, they go out, they do it. They fall, they run, they break arms, they break legs. They knock out teeth and get up and do it again like nothing happened. Exactly. So at some point on our experiences in life to adulthood, we have developed this default to doubt ourselves. Very important. When you don't have confidence or you're in a state of mindset where you're feeling low on your self-esteem or self-assurance, reprogram that default to doubt yourself. You can do it. Follow your intuition. Your intuition is telling you where you find your happiness, your path to happiness. Your intuition is going to say, whoop, wrong turn. <laughs> whoop, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> nope, you don't have to worry about me. That'll do it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so reprogram girl. your default to doubt yourself. That's a whole workshop. I'm going to tell you that right there. Like, ma'am. Like, because now that I'm thinking about it, control, alt, delete. Ooh, control, alt, delete. Listen, ma'am, I know we've talked offline about this, but I'm going to tell you again to hold myself accountable. I'm going to need you at the capacity conference. You're going to have to do this as we I'll get this it. together. Listen, I'm going to pull down my pen, control, alt, delete. Here's another thing for confidence. Where we're giving advice to others, Sometimes we do sit back and say, whoa, that was good. Mm -hmm. Let me write that down. Because we're also advising ourselves. Control, alt, delete. I like that. Girl, <laughs> I'm going to need you to trademark that ASAP. <laughs> Come on, confidence. It's, it is mine. It's mine. <laughs> it's boss lady Liz. Don't even do it. Don't, don't do it. Now, don't you do it. 
Oh, Lanisha, I am so grateful, 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 grateful for all of the experiences that have culminated who you are and what you do and for you to be able to be here and really share not just the mantras, not just the framework, but then also these tips on how do we get our confidence or feel confident when confidence is missing? Because I know there's somebody out there that's listening that needs to hear this and will be able to utilize this to take that next best step, right? To put their shoulders back, hold their head up, and even to look themselves in the mirror just to start by saying, I am amazing and what that's going to do. So I thank you for what you're doing. I'm so grateful that you are a woman who is making history in all of the spaces and rooms that you are in. And I want you to, of course, tell us where everybody can find you. And then I want you to answer my my three questions so I can get you on out of here. You can get back to your day. (laughs) Thank you. But first, can I just say, Nicole, I am grateful for you. Mm. And yes, ma'am, you are amazing. Mm. You are. Thank you. You are. So how can you contact me or get in touch with me or keep up with me on my website, shecaninspire.com. That's it. You can find me everywhere under shecaninspire.com. Yeah. And I know that you have some really great things there. I don't purchase three, four, five notebooks, journals, and all those different things. And so with the confidence mantras, is that available there? Yes, on my website, you can actually grab a journal notebook that is a line page notebook for you to manifest, reaffirm, develop your own mantras. That includes the six mantras, when to say them, how to say them, and how to help them refuel your confidence or tap back into your confidence. So you can find my book on my website, the Birth with Purpose book. You can also purchase the Confidence Mantras journaled notebook. Mm-hmm. It's a line notebook. You could use it as you wish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I also have a few other manifestation journals that are available. Uh, so I wish I had one with me, girl. I left it at home. It's on my kitchen table. That's how much you know, I, I use it. Them, I keep them available. Yes. <laughs> You have a few of these available limited quantities because it is something that is discontinued, but I do have some available. So check me out on my website, shecaninspire.com. And I am available. So there is a tool to book me, to have me on workshops, on podcasts, any other speaking engagements. I am willing and open and always love to share. I'm so glad. And I'm going to make sure that we have in the show notes, if you would like to contribute to the magazine, Swanye and Swank, you know, I know you're always looking for folks to come and contribute, to share our experiences, to highlight Black excellence. So I'll make sure that I include that. Y'all come write. Like this is not a play play magazine. Again, it is in the library of Congress. Okay. Like, It's a real thing and it's so amazing. And I can't wait to see it in the grocery stores because it's coming. I know that it is. It's so coming. Listen, I carry a magazine and I have put it on the shelf and snapped a photo because I'm going to manifest that it will be there. So yes. See, I got it here with me. 
Yes, that is last year's edition. So we published six editions a year. So definitely check us out. From my website, you can have a link to the magazine's website as well. So thank you for mentioning that. Uh, We're always welcoming, you know, contributing writers. And if you're not able to write, we want to highlight you. So Mm -hmm. tell me about you so that I can include you in our magazine. Yeah. We're going to have to do a live about this. We'll talk about that offline. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. So let me ask you these questions so that you can get on out of here, ma'am. Oh, I'm ready. Listen. Um, She ready. All right. (laughs) So if you could go back and have a conversation with the 17-year-old version of yourself and give her one piece of advice and one piece of advice only, what would it be and why? Mm. Well, you hit me with the big one off the top. (laughs) Got to get it out the way. Oh, 17-year-old Lanisha. First, I will tell her, you don't need a good government job. If you want to be an entrepreneur, pursue your passion to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to go work for the school system because everybody in your city worked for the school system. And actually, at 17, I was working for Miami-Dade County Public Schools because that's what I was told. So I would tell 17-year-old me, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. You want to sell plants and greeting cards? Because I did have a, <laughs> I did have a greeting card business Listen. at 17. Do that. And, but pour your whole heart into it. Don't matter what somebody else says. Because your family tells you, you need that good government job. A good job with the good benefits, right? Yes. Yes. Ooh, girl, can you tell 17-year-old me that too? Because I just knew <laughs> that was the way. <laughs> only get a job. Girl, that's so good. So, so good. And nobody's ever said that. So I love it. Since we're on the Flow and Flourish podcast, tell me one thing that you do on a regular basis to both manage your own capacity so that you are able to flow and flourish regardless of the room you walk in. Smile. And believe it or not, I have been met with criticism for my smiles. Mm especially in this space now with Zoom, we're conducting business. And sometimes business folks want to be super serious. Yeah. But we bring ourselves into any business activity that we do. So why not be yourself? I don't smile. Exactly. I don't smile because it's a nervous tick. And I know that that is something that is a thing. But I smile and I look at myself in the little Zoom window because that's me reaffirming myself. So that's how I take a moment to just look at myself and smile. Or I smile at other people. Not a grin. Mm-mm. You know, I smile. I all show my twos, right? All of them. I'm all of them. <laughs> so that's how I recenter and try to find a balance. Smile. I have smiled in the middle of crying. I did it two days ago, girl. I feel you. Listen. And it gets you together, right? It does. And wow. I don't mean you're not sad, but it's a reset. I love that. Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> That's because I had Nicole Road in my head. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh, ma'am. Okay, last question. I know we have talked about so many different things. You've given so much great input and advice. But if there's one thing that you want the listeners to walk away knowing or feeling, what would it be? Ooh, that's a good one. See, ooh, these are some SAT questions. 
stop it. <laughs> oh, I don't even. <laughs> Mind your mindset. Mm. Have a state of mind that when you surround yourself with people, things, and thoughts that feed into your soul, you are going to feel fulfilled. Make conscious efforts to do what it is that you love. Mm -hmm. And that starts with minding your mindset. I'm going to need you to coin that too. Write that down, please. I actually have a course that's available. Minding your mindset course. Let me find out. And you can get the link to the Minding Your Mindset course on my website. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to include all of that in the show notes. Oh, my goodness. I thank you again. I love you. Thank you. I love you always. 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 Come through (laughs) confidence mantra. (laughs) All right. We'll talk soon, love. Thank you. Welcome. Now, I know I'm not the only one who struggles with confidence from time to time. So this episode was honestly right on time for me and the shifts that I'm making in both my personal and professional life and really understanding how to enhance, elevate, increase my confidence is essential to where I'm going. And so I hope that you found some value, that you were really writing some things down, that you go and get these confidence mantras, check out her book, just really make sure you go follow her, tell her how this episode is helping you because we need to hear that, especially during Women's History Month. And I say that because again, a lot of us, me included, sometimes struggle with Embracing the fact that we're history makers and how what we're doing is breaking chains and changing lives and doing all those good things. So I'll leave that right there. As for next week, though, we are going to be touching on all the different pillars throughout this series. But next week, we're going to be focusing on cash flow with my girl, Mariah Street. She's going to help us get our legacy planning together in real time and share how she is helping so many of us lay the foundation necessary to do that. So make sure you join me back here next week. And until then, I, as always, thank you for allowing me to be your capacity coach, and I will continue to help you create balance between your personal and professional life by increasing your capacity without ever having to sacrifice yourself, your family, and what matters most to you. Talk to you next week.